Hey, everybody. It's that time again. You know what time that is, don't you, Rich? It's time for the Geek Chat. It's time for the Geek Chat. I thought you were going to start singing She-Ra. No, I'm not going to start singing She-Ra. Thank God. But I could have, but I would say no. That's kind of crazy to sing, to do She-Ra, you know. Crazy? A little crazy. Okay. But but we like She-Ra, don't we? We do, and we like crazy. (laughs) <laughs> we definitely <laughs> like crazy. So, hello everybody and welcome to the Geek Chat. This is your weekly uh, radio show devoted to um, comic books and things that are comic book related. I'm your host, Desmond. And I'm Rich. Yes, and we are, uh, we're broadcasting to you live from KCSF. Uh, we are... Uh, your community, your radio, and you can definitely check us out on uh, TuneIn.com, or you can go to uh, whatever mobile device you have and download the free app for TuneIn.com, or TuneIn, um, and you can look for us. Um, you can search KCSF, and um, you can stream. Um, you can stream other fine programming that we have to offer uh, 24-7, so please, you know, take time to... Come on in and, and see what we're doing. So, so Come um, on in. You want them to join us? I would love them to join us, Rich. I would love them to come up and say, hey, okay. everything's awesome and all that good stuff. So, so yeah. So, again, we talk about comics. So, uh, we love comics. You can definitely live tweet us at, um, at The Geek Chat uh, at Twitter, or you can, uh, hashtag the geek chat. Uh, I'll be reading live tweets, um, on the air. So please, uh, tweet us. You Don't can, forget the Facebook. Uh, you can, you can definitely Facebook us at the geek chat, uh, at, uh, Facebook, the geek chat. You can send us emails if you want. I, I love that. How, how nowadays email has sort of become sort of snail mail <laughs> now, you know, because, cause it's like, I'm always like, oh, you can hashtag us and you can tweet us and you can do all sorts of. Oh, and you can send us an email too. <laughs> but please don't send us anything through the mail. Why? The mail's nice. Where oh. would we get it? Oh, yeah, where would we get it? Mm. Uh, hmm. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah, you could definitely, um, t- uh, you can def- definitely check us out by by sending us um, uh, uh, tweets and we'll read them on the air because we definitely like to ask questions of our of our listeners um, and we want you to be a part of this. So let's get this started. Definitely. So um, so this week we're we're gonna focus a little bit on uh, more on in- independent titles. We are gonna talk about the big two. Well, one and a half. Well, big one and a half. Yes, and uh, we're gonna talk about them. But we wanted to talk a little bit more about our independence and give our independence some love so one of the first books we wanted to um talk about was birthright uh from image comics uh, 2.99 2.99 which is a great price point um, written by joshua williamson and and the art is by andrea bresnan yes and i have to say this is uh i mean you're kidding a lot of story for for 2.99 and all the ads are like at the end, and I, I love what they're doing now with that, with the ads being at the end. That yep. way, you don't have to worry about you know um, page breaks or anything like that. Cool. I mean, and it's and it's a really good story. Uh, basic story is um, you know father and son playing catch, and uh, the son goes missing, Ooh. and then there's like a mystery about about did the father. Uh, kill the son because he was the last person seeing see uh, there seeing him uh, uh, last person to see him and and it's this big thing and and you get to see this kind of like family being torn apart about it and it's like uh and then out of nowhere like like what what would you say maybe like two years later that doesn't it doesn't really give a timetable at least I don't at least I can't remember I don't remember it either yeah but but roughly about like two two months later or something like that the um the kid comes back. Uh, but he's a full-grown adult, kind of hot full-grown adult too. And he's, he he is kind of a a, a hot full-grown adult, and he um, and he comes back and he would you know tales about this fantastical magical world that he was, and he was the hero, and he has to and he has to he had to go and he had to kill all these people, and of, of course um, you know the dad was framed for the murder, you know, because obviously the dad did it. I mean, he was the last one to see the kid. Dad did it. Yeah, dads always do it so sad but anyway he wasn't you know he, he he didn't do it this kid was gone and he was you know in this land of fairies and and whatnot and um and he comes back you know because he had to defeat the king and all this stuff and time moves forward in their world so he's a full-grown adult so it's 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 pretty bananas 
you know how it how it all happens so i really i, I don't know uh, what did you think about it rich i loved it image sent it to us as an early read so i could read it see how many i wanted to order and we ordered really high because i thought this was a great story this is like you said a lot in one book imagine what the trade's going to be like that's going to be a great read I loved it. The end, which we're not going to tell our readers, the real, the last page uh, really does set the tone for what's coming. You know, this kid comes back. Who didn't want to go to a magical land and be like some big knight? You know, we used to play in the woods with sticks. So this is just like it. I don't know. We loved it. It was a really good, and then the art was was fantastic. And this, uh, not, to, and we we mustn't forget that this was actually from Skybound. Which is um, which is our our good friend Robert uh, Robert Kirkman's imprint. So Robert Kirkman, you know, has his hands in just about everything, you know. But this is this is one of the books from his own imprint. And I have to say, if if the quality of books uh, from his imprint are going to be like this, then I am very very excited for the future. I highly recommend you go picking it. Highly recommend it. I mean, it was it was really good. And just and just from the just from the 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 page at the end, I am really really interested to see exactly what happens. I've read issue two. No fair. I no have. fair. I have. You will want to pick up issue two as well. Um, and the next book we want to talk about is a is a book that I have been reading and I have been singing its, its praises uh, for a very long time. It is a book by uh, by Ted Neff, uh, and it's Princess Ugg. Let's think that in Princess Ugg. So anyway, uh, it is a fantastic story, and it's like it's like a medieval Mean Girls. It's 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 so funny. I mean, it's it's a barbarian girl. You know, she's like a barbarian, and she literally goes to she she's like lives in this mountain top, and she's like a a warrior girl, and she she fights and grr, and she's you know killing folks and you know and she's just wee lass, and um and uh, you find out oh, so it's it's um five sorry four issues are out now. Uh, and it's just been great. Uh, Ted Neff uh, draws it, pencils it, uh, inks it. I think he inks it. Um, but it is fantastic. Let me see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ted Neff does pretty much everything for this book. Uh, except for, you know, coloring and lettering. But it is fantastic. And again, it's about, you know, this little pipsqueak of a princess who's like a wolverine-like fighter you know and she and she just you know has to go to this charm school uh, for, for for young princesses and they go to the school to learn etiquette and diplomacy and stuff but but it is proven it is proving that even though you could be a skilled warrior on the battlefield it can be like you know dealing with um with uh diplomacy can be just as deadly um but it's 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 a really good book and and um, would you say it's for all ages? I would definitely say it is all ages. It is an all ages book. Um, and if you were a fan of a uh, Courtney Crumrin, Crum Crumrin, uh, <laughs> I, I can never say her last name, which is another book by Ted Neff. Um, I would highly recommend picking up this one, though it is it is not as um, I want to say it's not as fantastical as as uh, Courtney Crumrin, but it's. Um, but it's just as good. I'm really, really enjoying this book. Um, and if I ha and if the piquing your interest that it's Mean Girls, Mean Girls uh, with princesses doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what I, what else will because it is a really, really fantastic, fantastic book. And it is by Oni Press. It's three ninety nine. But I have to say, for what you're getting from one man, you know, producing, you know, producing the bulk of this. I mean, he definitely has help. Uh, the help that he has, um, you know, is is, uh, is a coloring letterist, uh, Warren. I can never say his last name. Uh, Woonchins. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but sorry, it's we butcher names. We, we really do butcher names. Yes, we do. But uh, but yeah, it's from uh, Oni Press. So I would definitely say picking it up. It is a fantastic read. Four issues are out now, and you can definitely pick up. Um, you can definitely pick them up. So. Uh, I got it, a little indie here. It's not really independent. It is. It's that IDW. Is, that is an independent. It is. Um, Transformers versus G.I. Joe. 
If you're a child of the 80s, you're going to love this mashup. The whole thing is, instead of, you know, the Decepticons invading Earth, G.I. Joe invades Cybertron. Jigga what? Yeah. So. Wait, 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 wait. How did G.I. Joe get to Cybertron? You have to read it to find out. What? Yes. You're going to make me read? I am going to make you read. So the art is very... I don't want to say Kirby-esque, but I would. <laughs> it's, it, it's very Kirby-esque. It is Kirby-esque. Yeah. Um, it's a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. No, I love Jack Kirby. So in this, Megatron, you know, is still the leader, and he's wearing Bumblebee's head around his neck. What, oh, what, what, wait, 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 what? Yeah, they're not afraid to, to kill all the favorites, you know. <laughs> well, in obviously this issue, not. <laughs> in this issue, one of my favorite uh, Dreadnoughts dies. Uh, they pretty much give an autopsy to Soundwave. They want to see what makes these people tick. It's crazy because in the first, this is so, okay, it's the third issue that came out this week. Well, last week. And um, Serpentis <laughs> is riding on um, Laserbeak. Uh, hold on. So so who is, uh, who is ha- that? You have to read. Oh, come on. Come on. I mean, it sounds like Serpentor. It and, does sound like Serpentor a lot. Sound a lot uh, it yes. does sound a lot like uh, Serpentor. It, it does. Um, in the back, this is something really cool. In the back, the writers all talk about the pages. Both writers talk. There's two writers. Um, Tom, oh, here we go again. Tom Scioli and John Barber uh, do the writing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then Tom... Theoli does the art, colors, and lettering. And in it, he talks about, he thanks someone that let them let him borrow their Transformers collection and their G.I. Joe collection. That is how much he wants to keep the images true. He, they look real. Like when, it, when you see, who is it right here? Well, Destro looks like Destro, doesn't he? He looks, that's straight up crazy Destro. That does look like crazy Destro. Yes. I don't, I don't know, though. It kind of looks like he has, like, horn-rimmed glasses, so I'm getting kind of, like, hipster Destro, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> uh, like, they draw Scorpionok and Trypticon. A lot of you people are going, who the hell are these? But, you know, <laughs> so, I remember. Yeah, so so if you were a huge G.I. Joe and or Transformer fan and you want to see them just get maimed and, and brutalized, definitely check this yeah, out. Yeah, check this book out. It's worth <laughs> it. It really is. It's fun. It's a it's a fun trip down memory lane. Would you Okay, okay. So how much is it? 3.99. And it's from which? IDW. I see I really like IDW. Me too. I think, you know, they have a lot of really good properties. Coming next stuff. year. Gem. I know, the right? Comic it's book. truly outrageous. I and you know, and you know it's going to be so much better than that. Movie, movie that they're planning? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I really hope that they like leak stuff. So like I will probably end up picking up Gem and the Holograms. I don't know why. I just feel that I should. You know? And I should like you know what they should do when that comes out? They should give everyone like little star stickers that they can put on their cheeks like Gem used to have. That would be amazing. That would be cool. Anyone from IDW, if you're listening, do that. Do that. You're guaranteed to sell more if you do that. You are guaranteed to sell more. So, and on that note, um, again, you're listening to the Geek Chat um, here on KCSF, your community, your radio, and uh, you can always stream us live at TuneIn.com. Search KCSF Radio, or you can download um, from you know the uh, iTunes Store or the Amazon or the um, uh, Amazon Store or wherever. You know, you, you get your fine apps from, and you can download, tune in, uh, the free app, and you can definitely listen to us then. Anywhere. Anywhere. So, hey, looks like we got a, uh, a <laughs> looks like we got a, um, a tweet, and it's from one of our regular listeners, uh, RLT Press. Oh, it says, uh, what do you think of, um, well, hold on. It says, what do you think about the Fantastic Four ending and no more mutants? Well, we are going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, because we wanted to talk about what um, some of the uh, information that came out of the uh, New York City Comic Con that was this past weekend, um, and there was a lot of stuff that that came out um, around that. Uh, a lot of new books that are coming out, a lot of uh, changes, a lot of a lot of trips back to the well. I'm just going to leave it like that because I really do believe that some of this stuff is. You know, a trip back to the well. But um, but again, you know, we... Wishing well? No. We're just 
doomed to repeat some of the stuff over and over again. Anyway, um, so the next um, independent book that I would like to talk about is from a fan favorite, Walt Simonson. And it's another IDW book, and it's called Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I wanted you to sing... I want you to sink that in because one of one of um, one of Simonson's like fam- mo- one of his best runs was runs. He, yeah, yeah, and one of his longest runs was on th- the Marvels Thor. Uh, Thor, and and if you have not read those issues, please go and pick up a, a copy of them. The Visionary Collection was amazing, and and his run on that was just fantastic. I mean, I I went and I have. All of them. I, I have all of them. I love them to death. And um, and this is basically him. I don't want to say going back to that, but him basically. He obviously has love for uh, Norse gods and Thor in particular because Ragnarok is a story about Thor. But it takes place after the Ragnarok. And, what is the Ragnarok? Well, Ragnarok is the twilight of the gods in mm. which uh, the snake, I think the snake that curls around the the the, um, the roots of the tree of life, Yggdrasil. Um, I know, I, I think Yggdrasil? Actually, no, y- y- Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil. Which is, yeah, which is the uh, the tree, uh, the the tree, the world tree that connects all oh. of the all of the stuff. And so, anyway, you know that the giant snake is going to come and it's going to devour you know the heavens and and whatnot. And so, and you would think that after a giant snake comes and eats the world, that would be it. But apparently not in Norse mythology. Oh. So, so no, um, it's been really it's it's been really good. You know, it doesn't. You, you see, you see the Thor character at the end, which is very interesting because issue the second issue is <gasps> out. That's where the male Thor went. <laughs> well, this Thor, well, this Thor has actually been dead for a long time, oh. and he's, he kind of looks like a zombie. So it's um, zombie Thor. Uh, it's kind of looked like that. It's it's uh, it's really kind of interesting. I, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but but it's like you know something happens, and there's a big battle between him and the and the snake. Uh, and and he's like imprisoned and stuff, and so this dark elf assassin um, frees him, but charges him with a um, with a with a death oath, and um, and he says, "Okay, let's do this." So I don't know. I'm really excited for it. Again, I was hugely hugely a fan of his Thor run, and for him to return um, to this material, not the source material, mind you, but his material nonetheless, I am very, very excited for. You so, know when I liked him? Wh- when? I liked my next factor. Well, of course. I mean, who doesn't, who didn't like him? And, and, um, and, uh, uh, what's his wife's name? Oh my God. I'm Louise. Gonna... Yes, yes, yes. When the both, when the two of them did X factor, amazing. Uh-huh. Like I really enjoyed that run too, but for, but for some reason, his Thor's just his Thor just kind of kind of just did it for me. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, but it was really really good. Um, so uh, it's from IDW. Uh, issue uh, issue two is out, and it is three ninety nine. Um, and you can definitely uh pick them up at your local comic book store. But the official comic book store of the Geek Chat is whatever. On the Castro. Uh, the address is 548 Castro Street, San Francisco, California, 94114. Okay? <laughs> so, Rich. Yes. What 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 is your next book? Let's see. My next indie book is going to be Black Science. Ooh, oh, wait, Black Science. Didn't we talk about this last week? No, we didn't. Uh, we did not talk about it last week. We All talk, right. I think we talked about it on the first week. All right. Because, the, because we, were, we were really talking about the trades and how That's awesome right. trades are. Well, we're up to issue nine, Black Science, written by Rick Remender. I'm going to screw up this next name. Matteo Scalaria? Sure. Okay, is the artist. And the painted art inside is by Dean White. It's an image book, and it's 350. Basically, our heroes are in this strange, weird land, and this issue they come across these almost look like abominable, abominable snowmen that are trying to kill them. 
They look like what? Abominable snowmen. You have to talk into the mic because I want to hear them say the abominable snowmen. Abominable snowmen. Yes. Okay, I got to talk into the mic. Sorry. Because of the abominable snowmen. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> they're saved by this weird. <laughs> me, uh, I don't know what it looks like. This weird alien who's part fish, part salamander. Maybe? It's a reminder book. It could it's, be anything. Yeah. And he notices what he calls the onion. Which is, which is uh, the symbol. Well, yeah, the symbol of um, of all of the realities that um, that make up uh, all of realities. Uh, they theorized in one of the uh, earlier issues that uh, all, the, all of reality is like in a giant onion, and you peel layers, and each layer is a different reality. And what they're basically doing is punching holes in the onion, and that's one of the cruxes of the story is that if you poke if you poke too many holes in the onion it will uh deteriorate and fall apart so in this issue well high science if you read the first trade you find out that someone doesn't make it and you people don't make it yeah no (laughs) uh so the weird thing is the end of the book we get this totally different story and it leaves you with another, and this is what I love about Rick Remender's books. The last page always leaves you going, what the be? <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, it does. It's kind of like, what did I just read? And you really can't wait till the next one comes. Like, I want this now. That's how good a book. If a book makes you want the next issue right then, you know they did their job, and it's worth buying. You know what? I, I really have to agree with that. And I think... Um, I think uh, Reminder is one of those is one of those guys that that really one of those writers that kind of does that. I mean, he has he, and I love that he has his foot in both worlds uh, with uh, with his Marvel stuff and his independent stuff. Yep. You know, though personally, I I like his um, his independent stuff a little bit more than I do his um, his uh, uh, his his big his, his like um, Marvel. He has Marvel stuff. Well, yeah, he's free to explore things and do things with characters that, unfortunately, is what really does restrict writers from doing their job on Marvel and DC because you can't do things with these familiar characters. You know, you can't just kill someone off. Like he said, a lot of people have died in this book. A lot. And you can't do that in, like, Avengers. You just can't kill half the team. Well, true. But, again... um, And this is a a great segue into... into, Because... because, uh, Reminder is um, he's writing Marvel's big uh, big crossover or big event right now, which which was Axis, uh. and and I have to say I like I w- w- we talked about it last week a little bit. We didn't want to talk too much about it because it hadn't come out. And we had a we had a um, advanced copy, but I have to say after really kind of like reading it uh, once and uh, twice over again, I I don't know something about it just kind of. Um, I know it's kind of left me a little a little bit flat. What did you think, Rich? Well, I've been hearing that from a couple different customers. So your problem was what? Do you think it didn't leave you wanting more? Do you think they threw too much? Because it was a lot in that book. I think I think that was one of the things was there was a lot going on, and then the sort of the kind of pseudo, you know, reunion of sorts. And there was that kind of I, one page that yeah. where they where they all kind of like were like, ah, okay, we're okay again. And then and so then like Scott, I'm or, gonna uh, hate you. I'm gonna hate you. You're not my brother. Yeah. Oh, you're not my friend. You killed Xavier. And in one page, I will totally agree with that. That people were out, a little bit out of character. A little throughout. bit. Uh, it was a little bit. I don't know. It was a little bit. Although I did, and it wasn't was it me or at the beginning like like I don't know what Reminder's doing. Like everyone's a comedian now. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know, and then uh, although I did like uh, Tony Stark um, doing the whole like um, science mind scrambly thing with the um, with, with uh, stopping the Red Skull's telepathy, I thought that was kind of cool. But they need to make Magneto helmets for everyone, right? Right. Just hey, there you go. I finished <laughs> two issues. Done. Two issues. Magneto helmets. We're done. Yep. Thank you. And and what was and what was like Red Onslaught looking like? Um, Cthulhu looking like Cthulhu with those um with tentacles, those tentacles, arms. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, yes, it, it it didn't it didn't scream like. I mean, because you have what you have Xavier's head or brain, Red Grafted Skull onto the Red Skull. So it's this. 
hate distributor. Yeah, it was just like I'm a I'm a Nazi Cthulhu guy. I don't know. It was just it was just really weird. It was just very weird to me. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong though. I mean, I I want to see what's gonna happen, but I don't know. Just as as a as a start, I was like I was more like. Eh. What do you think of the art? Did um, not you didn't you feel like you were teleported back to nineteen something? Um, I don't know what was going on with. with I meant nineteen ninety something. Uh, I don't. I don't know what was going on with Kubert's art. I was not that impressed. I was just like, not that I could do any better. I will definitely say that. But I was just like, I wanted a little bit. I, I don't know. I wanted it to be a little bit cleaner. Oh, see, that's where I thought the scratchiness. I thought it all worked. It just totally. Really? Yeah, I did. Ooh. I know, and I'm the I'm the I'm the one that's all. I know. I don't know. Just I I, I wanted just a little bit more. I don't know. Something I about think it. we're I'll, spoiled. Because in all the big events for Marvel, they've gotten their, you know, the heavy hitters that have been doing everything. And now we get Kubert, which he's been around for a while. And nothing, and nothing against him. N- nothing no. against him. I, like, he is a fantastic artist, but I don't know. You so wanted Jimmy Chung to do it, didn't you? Actually, no. You know who I wanted to who? do it. You know, you know who my favorite artist is. But he's, but, but he's doing the next Spider-Man issue, so I'll, I'll talk about that. So, you know, Mr. Copio. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That's my boy right there. I, he he can never draw anyone wrong. I'll tell you that right now. Nope. And I will fight anyone. I will fight them. I will, <laughs> people don't. I will fight them. Yeah. I will say, and on that note, we're going to answer uh, a quick question from our from someone who live tweeted us. Uh, so, Mr. Andrebo <laughs> writes, uh, what did he write? What do you think about Marvel solo women books? Squirrel Girls, Spider-Gwen, Angels, Gamora, Spider-Woman, good or bad? I'll tell you, keep listening, because we'll be talking about it in probably 20 minutes. Yes, because we're going to talk about... I have um, a list, people. Yes. I'm ready. And again, this is all stuff that kind of popped out of the the New York City Comic Con, which is funny, though, because it's like, why couldn't they... Well, I guess they did announce some stuff at Comic Con, but I guess because they were in their own backyard. Yep. And, um, oh, and... um, and Mr. Um, uh, Gene loved your abominable snowman. Uh, the abominable, the abominable snowman. Abominable snowman. Yes. And on that note, everybody, we will be right back after I read um, a quick PSA. So uh, we'll be right back. Bye. Did you know that nearly 17 million kids in America struggle with home struggle with hunger? That's one out of every five children. Feeding America is a nationwide network of local food banks, together sourcing and distributing more than 3 billion meals to people in need. With your help, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks can help fill the fridges of children and families who need it most. Visit feedingamerica.org today to find your local food bank and learn how you can help solve child hunger. Because together, we can solve hunger. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And we're back, everybody. Hello again. Hey, tweet us. Do you think he should do it in the funny voices like he did before? Or do you think he should do it straight up like he just did? Because that was kind of boring. What? Yes. It's a serious subject, damn it. Okay. So, I want to get to one more book. I know it's TV time, but I just want to talk about this week's Sabrina. Okay, we can talk about Sabrina. That's fine. Did you read it? Uh, I did. I didn't didn't get to the end of it um, because it's... The artwork is really, really good. Don't don't get me wrong, but but it wasn't. It, I don't know. It's just. It's not it's Archie. A, no, artwork. it's it's, it's definitely... straight up an old horror magazine. Yes, it it, it is. It, I was not expecting because nope. the artwork is a, is is literally like one of those old sort of uh, creepy or eerie, um, eerie uh, um, tales from the crypt type style of yep. art. And it really like took me back to those old EC comics days. So this so for, book will do that too. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. And then, and then it was a little bit more like adult than I was oh, expecting. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, what is going on with Archie and, and these people? This is is this Sabrina that it I'm is. used to? No, this is not Melissa Joan 
River Hart. What's her name? Whatever her name was. <laughs> this isn't her and her little boyfriend. No. This is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina from Archie Comics. Actually, it's Archie Horror. Um, it's three ninety nine. It's a lot of pages. A it, lot it was a of lot. story. It was definitely a lot. This is The Crucible, Chapter 1, Something Wicked. And like he said, this book is... It starts off, we meet her dad and the witch's council. And it the story is still the same. The witch falls in love with a human, not supposed to, gets punished. So Sabrina's a halfling. I think that's what they call her. And you mean she's, she's a muggle? She's, oh, <laughs> we don't say that. She's a, she's a muggle? She's a muggle. So basically it starts off her sixth birthday. She's throwing a hissy fit in the house. And the they call it telepathic tantrums. It's actually telekinetic, but, you know, whatever. Uh, she makes a wish. And the wish doesn't exactly come true. She gets the cat. She doesn't want the cat. Then she goes to school. She gets made fun of. And her aunt takes punishment on the little girl that, you know, made fun of her. And then they move away to... They live wherever they live. They live wherever they live. I gotta be honest. I get it. They live wherever they live. Yes. Basically, it's all about her coming to terms with her being a witch. She meets her cousin who teaches her some bad magic. And at the very end, you do get a little two young witches in the town of Riverdale trying to summon a succubus. And it's Betty and Veronica. Oh. And it's the last couple pages which really make it a horror book. Uh, straight up, bloody naked woman in water. That's about it. The end, though, has a little nod to Sabrina from the old comic books about her familiar, Salem. Um, and she doesn't do nice things, and I think that's what I liked about it, is that this Sabrina isn't going to be the squeaky clean little witch. Well, you could definitely see that from when you open up the page, and like the first page is like this weird her skull, or she, well, no, it, she's it, in a skull full well, of no, blood. No, it's it's kind of like an ode to uh, Athena popping out of Zeus's head. If you ever, if you guys have ever seen that, because oh, it literally is like an exploding blood, head, and, and she's kind of like, "What's up, y'all? I'm Sabrina." And, and you, you know what I like about her is, is she's not a hipster, so I like that. Anyway, um, so, don't alienate some not, of our I'm not, listeners. I'm definitely not. I'm not. Okay. So we have another tweet, and then I want to answer this question that Eric Estrada asked. So, hey, Eric. Uh, thank you for tuning in. The um, the uh, the name of the cross, the G.I. Joe Transformer uh, crossover comic is Transformers versus G.I. Joe. And it's uh, it's on its third issue, $3.99 from IDW. Okay? And, uh, and you guys can do just like uh, what Eric did. You know, Eric, Eric basically either went to tune in you know, uh, tune in.com and search KCSF or, uh, he downloaded it, uh, the, the app, uh, tune in radio, uh, sorry, tune in, uh, the tune in app. And he basically, uh, searched KCSF and now he is tuning in and he is a listener to, to the geek chat. Thank so, you. so we want to say thank you, Eric, for coming on, you know, because you are listening to KCSF, your community, community your, your radio. radio. And with that, we're going to change gears and we are going to talk about the flash. Holy beep. What did you beep and think of that? I, you know what? And, and we, I, we talked at the store uh, a little bit earlier. I was totally okay with the, with, with, with the villains being CWized. And by that I mean, ooh, they all look so cute, don't they? They oh are my so God. pretty. They're all so pretty. So pretty, pretty, pretty. But anyway, I loved it. I thought The Flash was fantastic. Mm. And that cliffhanger at the end. Yep. Woo! I'm just... I, I, it is a glorious time to be a geek um, right now. Literally. It is amazing. I love Literally. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I absolutely... Loved it. I I loved Iris. I loved. Uh, okay, so what do you think about? Okay, so oh boy, I, I'm list, I was um, like I read comments that people say, and I and I and you I should I, I never read it. comments. Well, I I think about it. I do. Know? I read comments too. You, you gotta know? you gotta love them. But so someone said oh one boy. thing that turned him off was was why 
did his mother have to be dead? Why, why did he Because need... if not, it's not called Flash. Well, well, I mean, but think about then it. Then it's man that runs fast. Well, no, no, but why did the why did the mom have to be dead? Why why does that have to be uh, an an angsty uh, a part of his angst? Because so that's speak? what makes a good hero. You got to work past all that crap. And in this case, it's you know his dad went to jail. And who was his dad? Oh, uh, the first Flash. Yes, yes. That was nice. That little uh, what is it? Passing the. Passing the torch? Yeah. I still think that he's going to be uh, Max Mercury. You heard it here first. Oh my Thank God. you. Anyway, so <laughs> so I personally was fine. I personally was fine with the mother being being killed. It it adds to his motivation for his character. He wants to find his, you know, his... Um, it kept him running. Well, well, well here's the thing, though. Here's the run, thing. Barry, and I, And I love, I love speculation. And I love, like, I just love speculation. So if you noticed... Um, there was a red streak running around with him. And if you watched the end of it, you saw that there was a little bit of a time travel element to it. So so my thought is, is um, because you know the Flash can travel through time. Well, this but, one can't yet. Well, he will be able to. Well, if, I mean, maybe if we get if we get this, uh, the treadmill, which would be awesome. Could you imagine? Well, they did. A freaking spoiler, treadmill. they did talk about Crisis. So if they talked about Crisis, they're probably going to talk about the treadmill well but that's the thing it's like it's like i'm so excited to see what they're going to do and then and then you know that the flash was the one that that met he was the one that they started doing the whole multiple earths thing so are there going i mean i mean there's just so much speculation one can have for this for this for this show what i like though with the speculation is the fact that we can speculate not only one show but two with it being in the same world as arrow so the possibilities of Arrow's world also gets bigger. Yes, ex- exactly. And, and and I love that Marvel is tying it to... Oh, sorry, DC. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry. Sorry. The sorry. half is tying it. Yes, that DC. I, I, I spoke out of turn. Uh, because, because, again, I'm really kind of sad that... I feel really kind of sad that Marvel is able to do it with their movies and now DC is able to do it with their television. And I really don't see why the two need to be mutually exclusive. So... Um, but yeah, DC is is formulating a fantastic continuity within its um, within its TV franchises, and I really hope that that um, uh, when they bring Teen Titans, I really hope that that uh, Arsenal Roy uh, from Arrow switching gears a little bit goes on to that show. Wow, that's some speculation, people. So, that would be. Could you imagine that though? Yes. A freaking a freaking Roy oh, getting excited. A freaking Roy oh. went to the the Teen Titans TV show, and that was a spinoff. I would I would die. I'd be like. I would like. I would literally like just. Uh, yeah, you just turned into a thirteen-year-old girl in front I of my did. face. Oh my I god! I was like, it would be so amazing. But could you imagine that? Okay. Oh, and, and yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, what about Arrow? What did you think of Arrow this week? It was fantastic. I thought it was great. You know, although although you can kind of, <laughs> we, we talked about this earlier too. But you can kind of call it. I mean, we if you, called it yeah. at the finale of yeah. the last, uh, yeah. you know, of last season's finale. Yeah. Knew exactly it. We were shocked the fact that it happened. So quickly. So quickly. Like, yeah. you knew... So, spoilers, you someone dies. And we knew she was going to die. You kind of... And they do this... Like, ten minutes before, they made this cheesy line. One of them had to say, and you're like, oh, well, she's dead. Like, and they're like, oh, it just happened. Um, I, uh, it didn't wow me like Flash did. Uh, I think I had built up my bar so high after watching The Flash on Tuesday that I watched Daryl and I was like, oh, but, but, well, but, okay. But, but the thing with this is, is for me, it for me, it fills two different roles for me. It's like, it's like with, with The Flash, I can get that super heroic kind of superpowers base. Yeah, that's not what I didn't like and about Flash, no, 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 though, but, or but, Arrow. But, but, then, but for me, it's like Arrow... He seems like a really like nice guy. He, Who? He, sorry, Flash. Sorry. Oh, Flash. I'm like, sorry, who's Flash. nice on Arrow? Sorry, Flash. So f- for me, Flash, like the Barry Allen that they portray in there is like he just Captain he seems, White Bread. Well, well, yeah, but but even still, though, I mean, I think that I mean, look at Barry Allen in the comic books. I mean, he Which? was a blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, you know. So I didn't. Yeah, I think they made him a little young, but I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm fine with them CWIing everything. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the Rogues Gallery? I cannot wait. 
So that's my favorite part about the Flash. Everyone else likes, you know, the heroes. No, for me, it's Flash's just rich, just pantheon of evil people. And I would love it, and they're not gonna. But like, wouldn't it be cool if we met Magenta? Well, no, we have to met, meet Wally first. Well, you never know. We yeah. might. We might. Seriously, if we're probably gonna meet all of these people, you know, Girder. Oh, and, and I'm thinking. Grodd. Uh, well, yeah, they've already telegraphed Grodd. I mean, they have to. Well, he has to be there. Although I cannot wait to see the the um, Mirror Master. Well, no, no, I can't wait to see how they're going to make a giant gorilla, you know, telepathic. I mean, like what? So, and then um, I do think that uh, some of the people that we're talking about, how uh, Captain Cole looks like Captain Bland. <laughs> oh. That was kind of. But funny. you know, that's the first. I'm okay with that stuff. You know, if you got powers tomorrow, you're going to go out. You're not going to have some kick-ass well, no, no. costume. You're going to look like Captain Bland. Well, no, no, but 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 in but in it, it he's using his uh, cold gun. So, that's cool. So I do think that um, I do think that he's gonna like they're not gonna kill him, you know. And I do think that even though even though uh they killed Weather Wizard at nah, the end, there were twins. No, 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 they were brothers. And I do think that the other brother is gonna be out there. So I, I don't think that we have heard the because again, you know. You got you, you. love to have vengeance against people. So so if you kill my brother, I gotta kill you. And I think that's what's really gonna happen with the new um, with the new uh, um, weather master. With the we're, no weather wizard. Weather wizard. Oh my god, you got me doing it. Now. Weather withered. So weather I gotta withered. say, the Marvel show Shield that took a turn this week. If you're not watching Shield because you gave up on it, please go back, watch Captain America: Winter Soldier, then watch the Shield. Mid-season to end season one, and then start watching, because it's actually quite good. We've had Absorbing Man. Uh, that <laughs> was fun. You were in here when I spoke about Absorbing Man. You know, that was, that was uh, and I'm going to say it for you because you, you weren't here, but that was uh, Penny's boyfriend in the pilot episode of really? Big Bang Theory. Yeah, so I'm like, why is he picking on <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D.? I loved this week's episode. For me, it ranked right under Flash, and Flash was number one. Uh, it was emotional. You got a little gut punch this week when you learn about Fitz and you learn about Simmons and you know Fitz learns some stuff that you know Coulson's been hiding from him and the line you know what else are you hi- are you hiding anything else from me and Coulson doesn't lie he's like yes I am I'm the head of shield great stuff um, I'd like to see personally a little bit more you know names you know they shut came out of the box with absorbing man Give me some more. See, and that's the thing. I don't understand why shield. Why? Why are you scared of your powers, people? Yep. Why are you scared of your powers? Okay, well, I understand that it's new. That's no, no, no. That's right. They tune, tune in. in to see that stuff. I don't care. It could be. It could be Brother Voodoo. Okay. It could be anybody. But give us our. Give yeah. us the power. I think that's why I love Flash so much. Yes. You not only got one power. You got two power. You got three power. Yes. Yes. Give us. Our powers. And they are not they're they did not shy away from Zoom. And I think that is great storytelling. When you let your a lot of people that watched it might have watched it for the first time, you already know who the villain is, and now you have to figure out I don't think he's the villain. Well no, but he killed, you know. No no no, I don't think I don't I the, I think I think that was a I think that was a red herring. Oh boy, here we go. Cons- I think I oh, think it was a red herring. So so I just want to read a live tweet from uh, from Gene saying, uh, what if Crisis happens and merges TV and movie universes? They, unfortunately, we would love that, but they've made it very clear to the to the viewers that the movie-verse is the movie-verse and the TV-verse is the TV-verse. That is correct. Steve Amell would love to be on the big screen, and I think that Steve Amell might just show up some of the big names they got on that mm-hmm. movie, and they're kind of scared because, you know, yep. that movie is... Yeah, someday this, will come out. Yeah, and this is why, and this is why I think... Um, you will never see um, on Gotham. You will never see that Bruce Wayne don the mask. Not even the last episode. Nope. Well, they 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 wimped out on Smallville. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, he was flying those little tiny CGI things, so you really never saw him. <laughs> and the Gene also asks, "Will characters from Gotham show up on Arrow or Flash?" No, nope. probably not, nope. uh, because it's two different channels. Um, <laughs> two different. Two different universes. Yeah, two different productions. And two it's different sad universes. because... So, probably not. How old would that make him? Who? Batman would be a good 20 years younger than Flash and... Well, it depends. I mean, if this is in the if this is in the future, I mean... What's in the future? Uh, the, the Flashes. Because, like, no, I think the one unknown. thing is the continuities aren't, aren't 
the well the timelines aren't right because because no. I believe I personally believe that Gotham, which is really good right now, and uh, Fox has ordered a full season. Uh, I of it, saw so that we're today. We're going to be getting a, a ton of Gotham, so I'm really excited for that. Ooh, ooh! Didn't know this until today. Did anyone watch Walking Dead last night? You I did probably not. <laughs> did not see the last scene, which was ran after the credits and everything. You need to keep watching people, just like in the movies. Uh, but that's not what I'm talking about. So I found out that Oswald Cobblepot, the guy that plays him on Gotham, was in last night's Walking Dead. He was the first one in the row to get his neck slit. What? Yes, that was him. Look at those Easter eggs, people. I know. Look at those Easter eggs. The, the penguin, you know where he died? He's like, hey, I got a, I got a starring role over on yeah, Gotham. So I I'm out of here. I got to get killed. I'm Peace one of the out, most everybody. interesting things about this show. Let me go. I got to I gotta die. So... Um, so again, you're listening to uh, the Geek Chat with me, your host, Desmond and Rich. And uh, we're on uh, KCSF Radio 90.9, your community, your radio. And you can definitely check us out on um, tunein.com. Search KCSF or you can, or KCSF Radio. You can search that and you can find us. Or you can uh, go to your whatever app store you, you belong to, whether it's Android or um, iPhone. iPhone, and you can download the free app for iTunes. Um, uh, sorry, for um, tune, tune in. in. Tune in. Uh, I wrote it on the board for you. You did. You hey, really did. And I really want to give a plug to The Nerd Show Thursdays at 1 p.m. here. On this station. Yeah, so if you can't get enough of, of, of nerdy and geeky type of stuff, you can definitely check them out as well. Because we, we, we try very hard to um, to supply you with all the geeky nerdiness that you can have. So, so next up, you've asked questions and it's time. It's time for us to talk about um, all the stuff that came out of the New York City Comic Con. I'm just going to start by saying DC... The reason why I call you a half a company is you gave some lame, (laughs) lame, why do you even show at New York Comic Con? You gave us nothing. You had a woman panel, which is great. You had Wonder Woman 77. It's going to be a continuation of the Linda Carter TV show, digitally, and then in print. Mortal Kombat. I might actually read that. (laughs) uh, Mortal Kombat is going to be a digital. And... Fables, uh, something to do with the wolf. I don't remember what. That's how unimpressed fables? I was. Yeah, I thought fables was ending. Yeah, I didn't know. So, mm. I really—that's funny that you would bring that up, though, because because everything that I've seen that has just been popping up on my feeds has been about Marvel. So I didn't yes. really think—I didn't even know DC was actually there. That's I know it. they were, but no, that's it. So disappointing that they don't want to give anything away. Because honestly, folks, I don't think they know what's going on. At, they're moving to Burbank from New York. And uh, they have something pre-planned to come out for the two months that they're doing this move. I don't even think they know. Let's talk about Marvel. They know what they want you to read. We've yeah, got they do. Silk by Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee. Silk is from Spider-Man. She's the second person bit by the spider that bit Peter. Anything to say about Silk? Um, I, I don't know. They're going to have to go back and retcon it because I always thought that Peter smashed that spider after I bit him. But whatever. We got Spider Gwen <laughs> by Jason Latour and Roddy Robbie Rodriguez. Yay! And, and I and I want a crossover between between hipster Spider Gwen and hipster Spider Batwoman or Bat a Batgirl. <laughs> that way they can like go out and have like <laughs> mochaccinos and like talk about boys with their horn room glasses and stuff. And don't say, forget texting all the time. You know what? But to say that, I know I talk crap about it, but I actually really liked Batgirl. So what? <laughs> I liked Batgirl. I liked it in background. It was cute. It was That's cute. not what you said to me. It was cute. I uh, liked it. it cute. We're not talking about that now. No. Next up, Hawkeye by Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez. What? Uh, yes. What? Hawkeye is what? ending, and it will be relaunched, and it's still Kate will still be one of the... But but that it's so weird, though. So so he went from Green Arrow to Hawkeye. Is he like an, is he like an, an, an archery lover? I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you something. His Hawkeye, or uh, sorry, his Green Arrow was (laughs) the reason to read it. I mean, it was it was literally. I can't say the word. It was. It was beyond crap. He came on the book, and I'm like, holy crap! This book is so good, Desmond. You need to read it. Desmond picked up all the issues. He's like, oh my god, this is so good. Jeff Lemire was not afraid to do things with the character, so I am looking very forward to Hawkeye. 
even though I find Hawkeye to be one of the most boring people, along with the Black Widow. Uh, the book was the book was actually not bad. I mean, I I, I read. I just it. don't like Hawkeye. I, uh, yeah. Okay, Ant Man. It's going to be by Nick Spencer and Ramon. Well, I can't. Rosanna. But, but but wait a minute! Isn't Nick Spencer over at DC? Ah, uh, he's at Marvel now. Well, okay. He's been at Marvel for a while. I bet he got to go to the retreat. He oh no, he didn't. He didn't. I think he's an exclusive. So no. Uh, Gamora is going to have her own book by Nicole Perlman. Uh, she was the woman that wrote the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Six issues. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah. That's a lot of these. And then <laughs> Gail Simone, we love you. And we wish you would do something bigger than this DC stuff. But she's having her own book at Vertigo Imprint called Clean Room. It's supposed to be a straight-up horror. The editor uh, made a comment about the book. Clean that, Room, wow. Yeah, that it Ugh. freaked him out reading it. So I look forward to that book. Now, talk about Six Issue Gamora. The reason why we say it is Marvel is throwing so much stuff out there. Unfortunately, people can't support every book. They're going to be making choices, whether it's the art style, whether they give it two or three issues and it's boring. Or the price. Uh, well, I have a feeling they're all going to be three ninety nine. They probably will be. Yep. So, Silk and Spider-Gwen. Um, Silk, what happened to a miniseries? I'd read a Silk miniseries. Um, no, I... I I personally think that she needs to be built up more, more as well, a, as a she character. Will be in, she will be for the next couple months. She'll be in Spider Woman. Uh, next couple of months? Yeah. No, I think I think she needs a lot more uh, to spend in a bunker for twenty years. Give the poor girl a break. <laughs> give give the poor girl. Well, and I, and I think Spider Gwen needs is the same oh, thing. I agree with Spider Gwen. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, she was a breakout hit for Marvel. Uh, the the Edge of Spider Verse sold really well with that. Well, that's a really good. I mean, that's a really good event going on right now. If you're not reading it, like a lot of stuff, I don't know what I don't know what it is about that. But people like either people really like alternative alternative reality I think versions that's what of it stuff. Is. But Remember Age of Apocalypse? Well, that was really good. People like yeah. to see their characters kind of messed up a little. Yeah, I really agree with you. I think that they really, really do. I think that Hawkeye has a chance. I think Ant Man. If you know, if well, this is for the movie. It's of for course. the movie. So. Yeah, but um, I'm sorry, Gamora. I, I give you a, maybe a dozen. I give you a year. You're being very generous with that. Um, well, I'm the one that thinks Squirrel Girl's going to have a limited life. Uh, I do so too. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it it might be good. It might I don't know. But if it's three ninety nine, that I'm sorry, but that's a really hard price point for people. I really, especially I really, on something new. I really believe that, and and I really want to support. This stuff, but it's really, really hard. Um, so, so, um, and that's uh, all I got from New York well, City people. Well, so I mean, there's other stuff. Well, no, because so we we really should um, should answer the question about about what we think about. Um, I'm trying to find more it. girls. Uh, well, more girls, and then um, my rant from last week, which unfortunately a lot of you will not be able to hear. Yeah, unfortunately, we were, we were not able to get it to... Uh, my, my rant last it. week was about supporting the books you like, and they're releasing one, two, three more female... Well, four, if you count Squirrel Girl. And we already have so many that are failing that may not make it. And we, we're, we're going to run out of time. One of the things I wanted to talk about... Um, yeah, we can go over. It's fine. Was I think it was Newsarama had a thing about 10 books that are on the bubble. And the bubble is a book that is not selling up to whatever number, whatever publisher wants it to be at. And that's when cancellations come. Cancellations come at certain numbers. And I went on some last week where the women, female-led books were down. And I just feel like they're, they really are throwing a lot, a lot at us. And that's why, the you know, sometimes you can have... 20 female titles out there and that they, not all of them have an audience just because something's a buzz right now. Like, who knows? Spider-Gwen comes out next year. Is that buzz still going to be there? No. I mean, well, uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, the uh, the, the spider uh, the Spider-Verse could take a year to end. <laughs> I mean, it could be like another Clone <laughs> Wars. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so... <laughs> so we do, we do want to answer Gene's question as well, oh, and, yep. and he asked, you know, what do you think of the Fantastic? Oh Four yes, let's talk about that. And real no quick. more ending. Uh, no more mutants. So um, I just want to say, Rich Johnson, you're not listening, but 
If you were, you were right, and that's why I go to your website, bleedingcool.com. I think that Marvel it is being... Am I allowed to say... What? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I think Marvel, the heads of Marvel, are being little bitches because they know the Fantastic Four movie is coming out, and they don't want to support it because they're not getting anything out of it. What makes no sense is, if you're publishing a book that is the real Fantastic Four... Why wouldn't you be like, hey, this is the real Fantastic Four with the real costumes and the real powers. Don't watch that stupid movie. Like, why wouldn't you be that way instead of being like, well, I'm going to take all my toys home and no one's going to get to read them. Well, um, or do you think that they're going to do you think they're, they're going to leave it? Do you think they're going to do that? though? Yes, I, mean, cause, I do. Cause one of the things that they could do is they could actually, you know, end it. You know, and then right when the movie comes out, re-release it with well, this kind of like, you know, right when the movie comes out to kind of catch on that hype. But wouldn't you say that at your press conference? Wouldn't no. you say, or not press conference. Wouldn't you say that instead of saying it's going away for a little while, why wouldn't you say it's going to end and we're going to bring it back better than ever? I no, just because, I just see it as a really well, you know it's gonna bad come back. move. Oh, I, mean, I know it is. They, they're the first family. and But I think people, I, I think people in, in the comic industry like to like to let people speculate about what they're going to do because because the fact of the matter is whether it's good publicity or bla- bad publicity it is publicity about it yep. you know and so it's going to i mean when you go to uh, comic book resources um, when when James Robinson uh, they did a little blurb about what James Robinson said uh, when he was talking about the Fantastic 4 and that got so many people commenting and talking about it you know and i i think what he said was 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 really you know, quite amazing. You know, and, and I've been a fan of his for for a very long time, and it's just like the know, book has been really good. It, it, yeah. Well, I'm one of those people. Get him out of the red. That's just silly. Yeah, and I'm just. I don't know. I just. I. It. It'll definitely come to pass, and it will come yeah. back. I mean, it's we've seen 2016, it all Gene. You'll get Fantastic Four in 2016. Just hang in there. <laughs> and you know what? Finish your comic, and that'll be the next big thing. And then uh, the whole No More Mutants. Uh, uh, I do think that I think it should be No More Mutants. Say hello to the Inhumans. <laughs> well, Chris Claremont already made that comment about uh, he was told No More Mutants. He couldn't create any more new ones because they don't want Fox to have the rights. <laughs> but that, I think that would be hilarious because, like, because someone wrote on the boards because I love the boards. Like, you know, they're not they're not making it. One guy wrote they're not making it because of because like every mutant they make, you know, Fox can Fox controls it. And this one guy wrote, "Yay, they they have the rights to gold balls." And I think uh, I thought to myself, "Gold balls." And I thought to myself, "Oh my god, there's going to be a gold balls movie in the future." And then an action figure, and, it, and then it, an action it, figure like, poops out. Yeah, and it, it, it shoots out like a giant gold ball Boop. from like its belly button or something. <laughs> I don't know, you know. You know, we should totally make um, toys. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I really believe that, yes, they're, they're going to say something about because think the thing with comic books, which, which I love, is you could say, say you could say something today and a year. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Or they could say, oh, no, 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 we, we, we messed up. It was really something else. Well, they do so, that all the time. So they could literally say tomorrow that all of the X, the X gene was actually um, was actually a dormant, you know, creep gene, and it and, uh, and yeah, a human strain that you know was was turned by ambient, you know, whatever they want. Did there you, you s- go. Did you see the today though? No. Oh, so we have no more mutants. Now we have civil war. Oh, and we have we have oh, then we have like secret, secret war. Secret war's coming back, and, and then I'm like, today they posted civil war, and we're what? So I think that Marvel might go through. Wouldn't it be really cool if Marvel went through like a really quick five, six month miniseries and it hit every single thing and it changed history and we come back and nothing really happened? Or it's all a it was or, all a dream. No, no, they no, it was, pull back it, the curtain. It was all some weird like mental like mental like mess around and it was like Charles Xavier and he's just like, sorry, you guys are all being really like crappy and I had to like do something to you all. <laughs> I mean, he is the most powerful mutant on the planet. Yeah, he did now. Now it's now it's onslaught, red, red onslaught. onslaught. I do Cthulhu. believe. I do believe that that um, Professor Exec- Professor Xavier will come back, and and he will like. Exert He'll forgive Scott. He'll give him a big hug and say, "I forgive you because forgive we you. forgave Phoenix when she killed planets full of people." 
you know, and we weren't all mad at her, but, you know, you got possessed and you weren't used to it and you killed me, but we're all going to be mad at you. I'll tell you, hypocrisy and these ex-people. I know, you know, and I really and I really believe it was because he was a man. They didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's because he was a man. He, he was a control man, it. baby. Um, so, so we're approaching the end of oh, our show. You know, once I get here, I don't want to stop. Our time together. So Are we gonna do you, sing that do song? You have, do you have no? Do that you have any, no? Do you have <laughs> do you have anything about what's coming out next week for I us? I do not a lot. Next week's kind of a kind of a okay week for books. We get Axis number two. Yay! Maybe, maybe you'll like number two. Axis number two. We get Avengers World, which I've really been enjoying. Avengers World. Okay. We get uh, the Edge of Spider Verse number five, written by Gerald Way. And where is he from? The name sounds so familiar. Is it My Chemical Romance? Well, he was in, he was the former frontman of My Chemical yes. Romance. They did break up, and I was really sad about that. Oh, I never, I couldn't name a song by them, unfortunately. Anyway, okay, <laughs> Ms. Marvel, the breakout hero of the year, New Avengers. I didn't write any numbers down. Sorry, people, but these are the titles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Uncanny X Men. They all come out next week. Those are the books I'm looking forward to at least next week. There's a lot more. You can always go to Facebook. Whatever store for the complete list of what's coming out, we post it every Sunday. Yes, and you can definitely remember, remember, kids, the the official comic book store of the Geek Chat is whatever on the Castro. Uh, address is five forty eight Castro Street, San Francisco, California nine four one one. Who is um, the official DJ of? This fine radio show the we're official, doing. The official DJ is DJ 4AM. Um, he was uh, MIA, you know, this week. So I went ahead and played uh, a mix of They Might Be Giants uh, because I'm a huge fan of them. And I was thinking since we're talking about more indie comics, they've been one of my indie favorite bands for forever. And I played that in honor of, of one of my good friends, Jeff Seifer, and longtime listener. So, Jeff, I played this for you, my friend. Um, but uh, my, my regular DJ... Uh, DJ 4AM will be back next week and um, you can definitely check out his mixes and the mix that the, the two prior mixes that he did for the show on soundcloud soundcloud.com backslash DJ 4AM and mixcrate.com uh, backslash DJ 4AM and uh, tomorrow uh, on uh, October 14th and October 21st he'll be at Derillium uh, on the, on 16th Street in the Mission for Double Trouble okay so you can definitely check that out. It's uh, free from 10 p.m. to uh, 2 a.m., okay? He also has a new album coming out with, with an artist that, that he's helping produce, um, which is a Dope Style 1231. His new LP is pressed and available soon. You can follow up with everything that he's doing on Facebook.com backslash Dope Style 1231. And with that, everybody, I want to give you all a great thank you. Thank you. you. Let you know that uh, next week we will have a special guest. Uh, <gasps> we're, we're interviewing uh, one of my good friends, Ben Costa, another independent creator uh, here in the Bay Area. And uh, again, we want to try to bring you some stuff that you might not know. Um, all, and, and as always, you can reach us at um, hashtag the geek chat. You can tweet us at the geek chat. Facebook um, us at the Geek Chat, and you can definitely, if, you, if you're into emails, you can send us an email at the Geek Chat um, at gmail dot com, and, and I'll find out where you can mail us pretty stuff. Yeah, we like can, stuff. You can probably send it to the to whatever if you want. Oh yeah, you they, can always send. Okay, yeah, let's send it they there. Love, they love. If you want to send anything to us, it's whatever five forty eight Castro Street, yes. San Francisco, California nine four one one four. All righty, everybody, and with that, bye. See you later. <laughs>
Best we ever had 